Our podcast is about a story about a town, a small town, and the people who live in the town. From a distance, it presents itself like so many other fandom podcasts all over the internet. Nerdy, white, male. Get closer though, and you start to see the silliness underneath. Welcome once again to River Do's and River Don'ts. It's the small little podcast where we discuss oh, one it episode is a wee of little the thing. El- <laughs> oh Christ. We discuss one episode of the illustrious Riverdale television program on the CW network based on the Archie Comics characters. Go through a little bit of a summary just to get our feet on the ground and talk about our River Do's, the best things in our humble opinion that happened in the episode Our River Don'ts, the garbage. And the weekly weirdness, the just baffling choices and strange scenes that nearly never disappoint. In this show about a story about a town, which we discuss on our show about a show about a story about a town. And I'm Quinn Wilson. And I'm Rob. (laughs) So, episode 11 is chapter... 11 to Riverdale and back again. And is this a Hobbit Lord of the Rings reference or is this just something that I'm not getting? I think that it's a Hobbit reference. All right. Sure. Why not? Directed by Kevin Sullivan and written by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. Oh, God. Aguirre Sacasa? Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. So the showrunner, I believe, right in this one. Correct. And, you know. It's impossible for me to really evaluate how much I truly like this episode because of its proximity to The Lost Weekend. It was like a breath of fresh air and like so much better, even though it has some of the same problems, as I'm sure we'll discuss. But we come off of last week's weird game changer that Archie's mom has come back, at least temporarily, and... We get them reconnecting a bit. And of course, we also have a similar parallel thing going on with Veronica learning that Hiram is probably going to come back from prison soon. Obviously, she doesn't know how to feel about that because she's more or less come down on the side of like, no, my dad was basically a bad person. Yep. Uh, so of course, now he's coming back. And then continuing in the theme of tense parent and child things going on, we get FP taking, and this is heartbreaking, he's taking such an interest in Jughead's writing Mm -hmm. about the jason blossom murder but we can just tell that there's an ulterior motive and that this is going to end poorly for jughead because god knows we haven't kicked him enough truly we haven't kicked him around enough this season or even this small number of episodes we get some tiptoeing around of the blossom estate by polly who still hasn't really found anything in this super risky crazy gambit of hers and we get the legitimate homecoming dance which makes me think that the dance that we've referred to previously in this podcast as homecoming from earlier episodes was actually something else yeah i don't know what also their homecoming is just weird it doesn't make any sense it's also a reunion yeah why not it's all of it it's it's a high school thing that happens don't think about it ah yes high school generica (laughs) we get We get a family dinner between Alice Cooper and F.P. Jones and Betty and Jughead, and oh boy, do things get awkward and tense in that, especially when Hal shows up later, because that's a great idea. Yep. I mean, all these ulterior motives in that scene, just fucking everything up. We get Archie and Veronica performing a song at the dance, because why not? And notably, they had broken into 
FP's trailer earlier, looking for evidence connecting him possibly to the murder of Jason Blossom, finding nothing. And then almost immediately after, the police search the trailer and find a gun. The gun. Gun that killed Jason. Mysterious. Which, you know, this isn't my river do, but I'm going to go ahead and say that in terms of that very end of the episode season plot arc twist... This was a pretty good one. Yeah, it was actually tense just, and paid off as a they twist. They just looked there, and then all of a sudden, the cops find something that was definitely not there. Pretty good. I liked it. Agreed. But since that's not my Riverdue, I have to say that my true Riverdue of the week is a one-two punch of not one, but two of our main character's parents shutting Alice the fuck down. Yeah. We get... FP at dinner, just with this shit-eating grin on his face, just launch into an incredibly painful and embarrassing story about Alice and Hal back in school. Because, of course, this dinner is a mere pretense for Alice to essentially interrogate FP awkwardly in front of the kids. Mm -hmm. He's not having it, and he gives her a taste of her own medicine, and she does not much like it. And then, of course, at the dance, she tries her whole fucking Mean Girls thing with Mary, Archie's mom, and Mary is so over it. <laughs> she says, you've been playing the same game since junior high, and it was tired then. Yep. And goes on to enjoy the rest of her night. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. I, I laughed very hard at her just getting shut down, just getting absolutely rejected by two different people who she thought she was doing a power play oh, on. Oh, yeah. It was refreshing. It was refreshing after all of her <laughs> emotional abuse over the course of the season. Uh-huh. For sure. My own Riverdue is something that just the framing of this scene and like the cinematography worked a lot for me, maybe more so than the actual narrative thrust of this did. And that was what I'm calling the milkshake scene where... <laughs> the Rosemary's Baby reference. <laughs> where Penelope... Blossom comes in and speaks with Polly about her exploring around Thornhill, about how she better stay out of the wing where their bedroom is because Mr. Blossom's a very private man. And she just brings in a milkshake from Pops on a silver platter and then, like, tells her vaguely threateningly to make sure to drink that before it goes melty as she steps out of the room and... The narrative tension didn't work for me, but the the framing and the shots in that scene did, if that makes any sense. Yes, and sort of the bizarre mashup of references to Rosemary's Baby and Beauty and the Beast that happened. Yeah. Like, probably not on purpose, although I don't know. That, that thing with like, okay, you're pregnant and I'm creepy and I'm telling you to drink this thing. The Rosemary's Baby reference may have in fact been intentional. Yeah. It was a very visually interesting and not entirely similar to a lot of the previous scenes we've had with the Blossom family. But definitely pulling on the visual language they've developed for the Blossoms and for Thornhill. It's like they just, they shot out the rest of the script and had more time to do that scene than they thought they would. Yeah, I mean, they really kind of luxuriated in and, that. And just got like a little more creative, yeah. So that's my River Do. Now for my River Don't. And this was a surprisingly solid episode. Again, it is hard to say in relationship to The Lost Weekend, but something about the whole premise, like this whole 
conceit of this is homecoming, but it's also the reunion and all of it's happening together. It feels a little like they have a TV show with a limited running time and things to take care of before the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, it strained my credulity in a major way. And I'm okay with a lot of the conceits of, oh, it's uh, it's high school. It's a teen drama, just like, ugh, whatever. But this towed it just a little too far. Sure. Just a little bit too far. How about you? My River Don't is sort of the other shoe dropping from last week's episode, except instead of the shoe dropping normally, it's like you stepped in dog shit with one foot and then you decided to step in it with the other foot right afterwards, which is the let's make plans to do stuff behind Jughead's back that he definitely wouldn't like and would definitely hurt his feelings a lot of like, yeah, let's let's search his dad's trailer for murder evidence. Let's not tell him about it, though. I feel like if I were Archie and Veronica at this point, I would be like, okay, the cost of us looking into this is getting Jughead's approval, is explaining to him the need to do it, even if that's going to be unpleasant. Because what he doesn't need is another fucking knife in his back right now. Yeah, poor kid's been kicked around a lot. And so I was, I was again, not as much as last episode, but I was disappointed in both of them for thinking that that was an okay thing to do. Even for a good reason, they should have been more considerate and been more careful to not, yeah, to not just kick Jughead again while he's down, because that just never gets old, I guess. But yeah, that was definitely my river down, because I, I was very on board for most of this episode. Episode, and then near the end, I was like, oh, guys, why are they're you doing this? They're such bad friends. And I mean, yeah, they're just, especially in these last couple episodes. I mean, narratively, it went to a really interesting place at the end. But like, again, yeah, just losing friend points all over the place. My weekly weird, we'll just say in, in that surreal, like, it's a high school dance that is all things to all people. The runner up is the fact that, that they were playing Blue Monday by New Order, which is a song from 1983. That was what the DJ was playing at this high school dance. Okay, all right. But the real Weekly Weird is in the lead up to FP shutting Alice down, I just got the feeling that Alice felt like the way that it worked would be that if you just ask someone nicely to incriminate themselves in a murder, that they will do that (laughs) for you. (laughs) Yeah. I don't really get what her plan was. She sets this dinner up or takes advantage of this dinner being set up. And she's just like, say, just because I'm curious, what is your alibi for this and that? And would you say that you knew that Hiram Lodge was doing such and such and so? It was just like, why would you ever think that this would work? (laughs) Pardon my rudeness, but have you done any murdering recently? (laughs) That's basically what happened. So I was very confused about about how that was supposed to work. Of course, it didn't work, but still. Uh, She's a journalist. (laughs) Um... I'm going to say my weekly weird is the the mashup montage that they do because they love doing these performance montages where two of the or some of the characters are performing a musical number, in this case, Kids in America, Yes. to something surprising and tense happening, i.e. the police searching FP's trailer. It's become something of a staple yeah. in the execution of the show. 
anytime that yeah here's our here's our tonal right. clash enjoy anytime that there's going to be a musical performance you can guarantee that something tonally dissonant is going to be placed on top of it mm-hmm. it's tried and it's true <sighs> but gb creepy if it doesn't always get me <laughs> and something i must point out and i don't know maybe maybe my internet had a little problem and the streaming was like is it just me or was the lip syncing on that fucking terrible it wasn't good there was a part where it just looked like archie wasn't even singing like at all like it didn't even have an illusion of it being a sound coming from his mouth Mm -hmm. and they've done it much better in several episodes before this so that was again unless it was literally just lag in the playback it just for a minute there looked pretty bad yeah yeah but they got that audience participation going with all the fucking parents. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there's that, which was also Super odd. weird. The whole thing was pretty weird. Yeah. Just like this show. Just like this and show. And so this show about this show comes to a close for another week. We'll be back next week with the penultimate episode. Indeed. Of season one. Look forward to yeah. that. <laughs>